0: Hi, I'm Mark Schroeder, and welcome to my podcast. I'm a Christian who's convinced that the Bible is true and actually is the best way to get to know God, the one who has saved us in Jesus. This podcast is a collection of Bible bits and pieces, Bible talks that I've given in all kinds of contexts. You see, I'm an ordained Anglican minister working in Sydney, Australia, as a college chaplain. My main role is to teach the Bible in a Peter 12 Anglican school. But also, from time to time, I preach in church, I speak at youth groups, or I teach the Bible at other youth events. I hope that this podcast is a great way of you getting to know God a little bit better and helping you to figure out what it means to live for Him because of the saving work of Jesus Christ. Good everyone. Uh, here's another chapel talk for you. Uh, this one from Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 to 11. Uh, in this one we talk about uh, how uh, we ought to follow the example that Jesus has given us um, for service towards one another. Uh, and I give three specific examples to the students here at our school uh, for how they might be able to uh, just think outside of themselves and look to the needs of others around them. I hope that uh, as you are reminded again uh, about how Jesus has served you, uh, that you would think about how you can serve people around you too. I hope you enjoy this next podcast. All right, so you're right. I'd love to hear from you. So I've asked you this question. Uh, the question is, what is the thing that humanity needs to do better? One thing, right? If you could just give them one thing that we need to do better, uh, what is it? So hands up. So Maybe somebody on this side. What do you think? Yeah. Share. Share. Thanks. Acceptance. Acceptance. Treat each other better. Treat each other better. Somebody from this side. What do what does we need to do better? Yeah. Work together. Work together. Thanks. What else? What else? That's good. They're all really good things. What else? What about environment, don't you think? That's a bit of a hot topic at the moment. Uh, The UN are meeting at the moment, and there's all this conversation at the moment about climate change and and the environment and how do we look after this world that we live in. Uh, I don't know what your opinion is on all of that, I don't need to know, but we just need to look after this place, don't you think? Uh, That is something that we need to do better. I don't know if it's the one thing, but it's definitely something we need to do better. Is there anything else that you think we might need to do better? You've done really well. I think all those things that you've said are really, really great. I like them because they're other person focused. You're thinking beyond just yourself and you're thinking about how does the way that I live today actually affect other people that are living around me? Well, Paul, he writes in Philippians and in chapter two, he writes to the church to say you've got to live in a way that is outward looking. Don't just look at yourself, but think about that you li- the way that you live towards other people. And this is what he writes in Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 to 4. He says, "Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility" Value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Paul writes to these guys living in Philippians and that top line, he's like, if you've got any encouragement from being united together, then think about the way that you live with one another. They're united, right? These guys living together in Philippi, they're united on this one big significant idea that Jesus is the saviour. And so he's saying because you're united on that idea, that you're Christians together, then be united with one another and look after one another. And what I think is cool is that Paul actually says this here. He says, um, then make my joy complete. You see that? Make my joy complete here. You see, when we live in a way like that and we look towards the, the needs of other people, and we think outside of ourselves, then it does actually affect others. Even it affects others that are looking on. And Paul is somebody that is also looking on to the behaviour of the Philippians. That phrase there, make my joy complete, that's he's literally saying, I want you to fill up my cup to the brim so that it overflows with joy. We know what that looks like, don't we? Maybe we've done that before. You've filled up something, maybe a glass of Coke or milk or something, and you've got distracted and all of a sudden the glass gets filled and it overflows everywhere. There's no more room. Paul wants there to be no more room. He wants to be filled up to the top with joy as he looks at the way that the Philippians are living together. The way that they're living together for one another. You're right. This is going to be the same for us too. We've got to look outside of ourselves and think about how do we consider other people's interests, not just our own. Now, if we want a model of that, I wonder who you'd look to. Who's somebody around you that is a really good example of this? Maybe it's a grandma or a grandpa or your mom or your dad. Maybe it's your auntie or your uncle. Maybe even it's one of your friends here in the room today that is really servant-hearted and sacrificial. Paul says we've got a great model in Jesus. And this is what he says next. This is some of the most famous Bible verses, I think, that you'll find in the New Testament, some of them, not the most, but really, um, these are really popular. It says this, verse five, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as who? Who? Christ Jesus, who being very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Ladies and gents, Jesus is the perfect model for how we ought to live towards one another. Jesus, who is the very nature, what? He is the very nature God, he became nothing, and he became a servant. There's a picture in the Bible that we get of Jesus with his disciples and he wraps a cloth around his waist, takes on the form of a servant and he washes the disciples' feet. That's the lowest of the lowest job. Feet are gross, right? And yet Jesus, he, the king... The very nature God, He washes the feet of the disciples. And I would say that even then, feet were grosser then than they are today. You guys have got nice enclosed shoes. Our footpaths have been gurneyed and cleaned. But not back then in Bible times. You had all sorts of disgusting things on the street. That's where people threw out all kinds of muck. And so you would walk through that. And yet Jesus, the very God Himself, the Creator of the world... He washed his disciples feet what a great illustration of what it means to look to the needs of others jesus made himself a servant but more than just in a servant where he washed feet jesus is a servant who as a man humbled himself and became obedient even to death but don't get me wrong this is not just a normal death what sort of death did jesus die he died one of the worst deaths you could possibly die he was crucified And he was crucified for you. Ladies and gents, Jesus thought of you when he died for you. Jesus laid down his life for you. He has served you even before he has served himself. He is the perfect model of service. And so, what we need to do is we need to remember that Jesus is a perfect model of service and we should copy that. We should copy that as we live with one another. I've got up here on the screen, Jesus is the ultimate example of how we need to live together. I asked you the question before, what's the one thing that we need to do better in this world? And I think we just need to look after one another better. We need to serve one another, don't you think? Which is a lot of things that you guys said there. It's excellent things that you've picked up on. But what is that going to mean? So here's another question. I want you to talk about this with one another. What would it mean if in real life, like today, right? Here you are at school. uh, What's it going to look like for you today to be servant-hearted like Jesus was servant-hearted to us? What would it look like for you if you lay down your life for one another? Or if you wash one another's feet, so to speak. Don't actually do it. Like, Don't actually scrub each other's toes today. But what would it look like if you looked after one another and you served one another? Talk to one another. I'm looking for answers. Let's go. Talk to one another. I'd love some, love some of your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, who's got something that we can do today to actually consider others more than yourself? What's something that you can do? Come on, you can do it. One thing. Really? Is this what we've become? We don't know what to do? We don't know how to look after each other today? Or are you just embarrassed? You're just embarrassed? <laughs> Don't be embarrassed, right? So what do you, what do you think? Yeah? Great. You, you guys have got this shared experience, haven't you? You're doing school life together. There's study and homework that you've got to do. Sometimes it's stressful. Who agrees that school is stressful sometimes? Um, well, you know what that's like to be stressed out at school. And so when your friend is stressed out, maybe help them out with some of their work. Help them to understand an idea or a concept so that they might be able to grasp it as well. What else is something we can do? Thanks, Hannah. Helpful. What else can we do? What about the way that you walk around the school with one another? It's really strange. In our school, and maybe not just in our school, but maybe in others, but uh, maybe you've done this before. You've been down to MacArthur Square or something, and as you're walking down MacArthur Square or at the school, you eyeball somebody and you realise, I know that person, and they go, I know that person, but you put your head back down and you walk the other way. Have you done that before? Yes. You know what I find strange? Ladies and gents, I find it really strange that actually uh, that, that happens here at our school. Um, sometimes, uh, like I'll, I'll be walking from, from my office over to the main quad, and as I'm walking along, a student will walk directly opposite me and I see them from about 20 metres away and they've seen me and we've locked eyes for a moment, like all but a second, and they walk past me and as they get close to me, at the last minute, they look the other way. How hard is it just to say, good morning? Or, hello, how are you, sir? Just say day to each other. Stop looking down at the ground, the ground's not that interesting. Look up. Say hello. It makes people's day. Here's another thing I want to suggest. Here's another thing I want to suggest. As you walk along the footpaths here at the college, uh, move to the side. It sounds like a really simple thing and maybe it's a bit crazily obvious, but, but the footpath is not yours. You do not own it. Uh, And actually, there's other people that are sharing that space with you. And so as you're walking on the footpath with a group of your friends, think about the other people that are walking the other direction and just move over to the left so that they can get past without getting pushed off. Do you know, like, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four. I'm 100 kilos. I'm not an easy pushover. But the other day, I was walking along in the footpath here at our school and a group of students... Uh, was walking the opposite direction and they did not move out of the way. And in fact, one of the students bumped into me and pushed me off the path as I was walking down the way at our school. There's no regard there. What's going on? I wonder if deep down we actually think, you know what, I don't care about that person. I've got no regard for that person. It's important where I'm walking today, I, they can look after themselves. No, no, we need to consider others more significant than ourselves. Be humble in the way that you walk on the footpath and just move over to the left. The other day I saw one of our senior teachers, like one of the, the executive teachers in our college, walking in front of the library and as they were walking out of the, in front of the library, some a group of students came out of the library and they didn't move and this senior teacher was walking on the top step along those bumps, you know those little, little what, yellow dots, and she nearly fell down the stairs because a group of students just barged her out of the way. Let's think about others a little bit here. Let's move over to the side and let people walk in this world. And the last thing I want to suggest is something as simple as picking up your rubbish. What are you thinking when you step over a piece of rubbish that's on the ground? Yeah, you're thinking gross. But you're also thinking, that's not my rubbish. I don't have to pick up that rubbish. That's somebody else's responsibility. But imagine for a moment, gentlemen... That all of you eight decided that if they saw a piece of rubbish as they're walking in the quad, that they might pick that little piece of paper up. That's going to save our property team a whole lot of extra work for them so that they might be able to do other things for us in the college. How do we take shared responsibility and ownership for our college? Might be as simple as picking up some rubbish from time to time. Even if it's not yours, pick it up, serve one another. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Jesus laid down his life for us so that we can live in this world knowing that God loves us and being his people, actually even being united together as his people. But you're right. The encouragement for you is know Jesus. Yes, know Jesus and believe in Jesus, but let it live out in your life. So that it affects others and maybe like Paul, other people around you, their joy cup might be filled as you serve them in this school, uh, in this community, in this world. I'm going to pray for you today that you might think outside of yourselves and you might live towards others, not just around others. Uh, Let's pray together now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus and that he considered us even while we were mucky in our sin. Lord, I pray today that you'd remind us of what we know about Jesus and I pray that it would uh, affect the way that we live today towards one another. Help us to follow the model of service that Jesus has shown to us. Help us to look after one another. Help us to greet one another. Help us to do simple practical things that bless and encourage each other. Lord, today I pray that you'd help these students to have a good day. Help them to work hard in their studies. Help them to be uh, mindful of each other to love one another and to be kind help them to be obedient to their teachers and to work hard at whatever they find themselves doing today in jesus name i pray amen thanks for listening to my podcast Uh, i hope that was an encouraging opportunity for you to learn something more from god's word about how he has loved us and how he has saved us and who he calls us to be in jesus Feel free to get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK underscore Schroeder.